The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created F is for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And here we are. We are now finally live for another awesome Still Token with Powered by the Dorkening Podcast Network. Got an awesome show for you today. Benjamin. What up, everybody? Hello, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, well, it's nice to be back. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually great to be back. Hey, Jeff. It's awesome to be back, but it's great to be away. I like to be in Maine <laughs> at my camp. <laughs> uh, which, which one of you gentlemen would like to do the honors? Well, I think I'll start by saying um, welcome everybody that's watching, first of all. Uh, new look. We're running on uh, some new platforms as well. We want to welcome Hell Entertainment and Hellfire Radio to our new platforms. Um, thanks for having us. We have a hell of a show tonight, man. We've got a killer co-host, uh, Diggs from Hell Entertainment, is joining us tonight. So thank you for being here, Diggs. Thank you and for I'm, having me. I'm going to flip it over to Jeff and let him make the big announcement. Um, oh, we of, have a big announcement? We have a very big announcement. <laughs> Well, we, have a very, we have a very special guest, uh, Butter B. Rocker. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to let Butter tell uh, tell a little bit about herself. <laughs> That's his way of coughing out. 
Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us about yourself a little bit. Just introduce yourself. Well, a little bit of the highlights. I did. I totally stuffed. I got you. Well, my name is Butterby Rocca. I am an international recording artist, an Amazon best-selling author. I'm a playwright. Um, I have a nonprofit. I do a little bit of everything. And thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for um, taking the time out and, and coming on. Um, we had you scheduled a few months back and, you know, things happened and we had to reschedule. So we're glad that we were able to get you to come back and, and join us tonight. <clears throat> um, like Bud had just mentioned, you know, she's uh, done everything from being an actress to a composer, a model, a playwright, uh, the founder and CEO of the nonprofit Artist Rock the Mike Foundation. And her credentials of people that she's worked with are just out of this world, completely out of this world. Mind-boggling. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I mean, you've got people on here like Janet Jackson, Akon, Kanye West, Collective Soul. I mean, right there, I'm in love right there. I, I, right there. Just Collective Soul for me. I mean, that just brings me back. Um, but we could, we got a whole hour to talk about all this. <laughs> uh, Diggs, you want to jump in and save me here sometime? I'm just listening to you fumble. Oh, that's not me. <laughs> uh, back, you know. He fumbles. You should see him at work. Hey, this hey, is man. true. Or on Sunday nights. True, that, really true that. Yeah, true no. that. True that. So, um, not only all of that that we just mentioned, uh, Butter also has her own promotions department. PR. PR. Yeah. Um, so, PR media group. Yeah, yeah. So those are, I believe, are in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us from. That and also her latest album, Switch Lanes, is uh, there's the Amazon link in the show notes as well. So, see, uh, this is why we love Leo. Leo does all the research. We kind of just pull out like some show notes and we're like, oh, yeah, this works. You know, oh, script? No, we don't do scripts. You know, Leo's no, no, like, no script, but I do need to rewrite the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, so I know you're driving the train, but uh, you're really not. I am. <laughs> Just sit back in the passenger seat. I got this. Uh, all right, enough about us. Back to the guest. <laughs> um, so you guys are going to just leave me hanging out here all night, aren't you? Both. Oh, you, 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 hey, you're on a roll, man. All right. Well, I'm on a roll. So let's start with your book. Okay. So the book is called Fear of Failure, correct? Yeah. Fear that, of Failure, Fear of Not Trying. Fear of Failure, Fear of Not Trying. Uh, and that was a bestseller on Amazon, correct? Yes, I became an Amazon bestseller within seven hours of my pre-release. Awesome. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess what the, the book is about, Fear of Failure? It is. It is. It's definitely about Fear of Failure and... And more importantly, it's the fear of not trying. It, it, it makes you, I had so much fear of, of not um, at least trying that it, it pushed me to try. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people have that, uh, they don't try for that fear of failure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I live my life where I'll try anything. I'm not afraid to fail because if I fail, I'm going to learn something. Exactly. That's it's the worst that's going to happen. Yeah, it took me a long time to 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 
to get that way. Um, the book was, you know how like people keep talking to you. I've always wanted to write a book, but, um, and I've been to a lot of different conferences and different things and people were like, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book. But it was this one particular time where the guy said it and it was like, it was the only thing I heard, you know? And I guess it was just meant for me to, for it to resonate then because it was time for me to actually, you know, complete the book or whatever, or start on the book. Um, but the biggest, the biggest uh, problem was starting, you know? I've always wanted to write a book, but then you have a lot of fear to creep in. What if nobody wants to support the book? What if nobody want to hear anything I got to say? How do I start? You know, there were so many, you know, ifs going on in my head. Um, I, I felt like I was always the woulda, coulda, shoulda chick that I almost got the record deal, but I got into a car accident. I was working with all these people, but all these different things happened. So it was like I, I kept having all this resistance that was happening uh, in my life. And um, the book is very transparent. You know, I'm really talking about the highs and lows of this music industry. I mean, I've done some amazing things and then and then I've done some things that I have definitely failed at. And um, to put that out there, you know, was definitely scary. I didn't know how to start. So I was um, over in Hawaii on tour and there was a big um, storm and I was out on a, on a cruise. I was on a cruise ship and um, and they took us out even farther. So for four days, I just sat in my room and just wrote and I finished the book in the four days and came home. And of course, I had to, you know, uh, do some editing and different things like that. Take some stuff out, add some parts in. But for the most part, in four, do four days, that book was done. So. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. My, my dad taught me something a long, long time ago, you know, about the fear of failure. And uh, basically what he said was that when you're thinking about trying to do something that you've never done before, you're always thinking about, oh, well, what if it doesn't work? You know, what if what if this fails? What if it goes wrong? Add to that, you know, what if it does work? Right. What if it is a success? And focus on the opposite positive which a lot of people just have trouble doing. Yeah. You know, they were, they were afraid of the failure and, and not, you know, I try to flip things around. Well, this could be a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But if it's oh, not, it'll be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're all up here yeah. in live for all of these people. I mean, I'm looking over in the, in the chat right now. We've got people from London, England. We've got people on here chatting from Liverpool. So this is being broadcast worldwide. And if, if we were afraid to fail, we wouldn't be up here doing this for people. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, well, my biggest totally. fear right now is, is making an ass out of myself. Well, which is what you do all the time. So it works. <laughs> well, I was going to say, turn this camera on. So there you go. Oh, see, I don't <laughs> care though. No. You know what I mean? You know, because that's, 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 that's a perception of others. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and to just to touch real quick on the fear of failure, I mean, my biggest thing is if you're having fun, doing what you're doing that's all that really matters because whether you fail or whether you succeed as long as you continue to keep it fun for yourself then it's already a success right yeah but it's know. not fun don't do it I exactly mean, i mean you know it's you know and as far as like you know writing a book uh there was somebody that uh, gave some really good advice to me uh maybe about six months ago you know, because I'm trying to write a book, too. And, you know, I've been writing it for years. But the advice was don't look at it as you're writing a book. 
All you need to do is write one page a day. Yeah. And at the end of the year, you got a book. Because yeah. it doesn't shouldn't take that long. You know, I don't have the time to write a book. I don't have the time to do this. It's all about time. Write uh, one page really? a day. All you got to do is go on a cruise and get trapped in a storm and sit in your room for four days. Yeah. Right. See, I mean, that works. <laughs> no, I wish it worked that easy. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely does not. Does not. I think that, uh, that fear is also something you constantly need to work with. You know, no matter how you keep on pushing, you know, like like me, I, I know, you know, I'm constantly in fear of, you know, falling on my ass. So it's uh, it's something that definitely sticks with you and, and you need to keep on pushing through it. Yeah. Cool. One, of the yeah. Things, one of the things in the book um, that I really talk about is, okay, so my story is, you know, back in the day, I had two record deals on the table. I'm, I'm, I'm real good friends with some major recording artists that are Grammy artists right now. And we all grew up at the same time and came up at the same time. And I got into this car accident, which left me drinking from a straw for six months. I come back a year later to the table, and of course those deals are no longer there. So my friends, who we all started on the same you know, level playing, their careers took off and they became these Grammy award winning, you know, people. And not that you have to, but um, I used to do all of this work with them from demos and, you know, in the studio and doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden now, you know, they're at a different level and they didn't pull me up or take me with them. And so it started to, you know, mess with my mind kind of and and i started having a lot of doubt about myself well maybe i'm not good enough maybe i'm not cute enough um the third label that wanted to sign me told me that um you know i had basically missed the boat because they were hiring i mean they were signing 13 and 14 year old britney spears age and i'm 18 at this time and so you know it was so many things that crept up in my mind um you know that that really messed with me and it took me a long time to come back out there as a singer and everything i just i i got a regular job um got married had kids and and you know started pushing my dreams of singing you know to the back to the back burner and it took me a long time to finally come back out there and when i finally got to a point where i had to realize you can't let somebody else define who you are you have to go for it. So, absolutely it, once I once I finally did that, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, um, you know, don't ever tell me that I can't do something. Right. Because when you tell me I'm, I can't do something, I'm going to try it. It's just the way that it is. That's that's just how I view things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I know, I know my limitations. I know what I can't do. I mean, that just makes sense. You know what I mean? But... Uh, you know, trying to trying to move forward and follow a dream. There's always going to be somebody out there who'll be like, "What are you crazy? You're not going to be able to do that." Well, don't tell me that. All that does is give me motivation. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, agree. Well, I agree. One hundred percent. You're always trying to. You know, I got advice that I've gotten is don't try and be better than the person next to you. Just try and be better than the person that you were a week ago, a day ago. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely, and like we've been talking about fear to fail a fear to fear a failure. It's human nature. It's it's gonna happen no matter what you do in life. So, yeah. and I had a problem. I was comparing myself. I was comparing, you know, where other people were, uh, you know, on their status of everything. 
You know, I'm like, man, I grew up with them. Now they're here and I'm here. And I mean, it was so many things that I was scared of. And I just really had to get over everything. I had to just, I just had to say, you know, I'm me and, and I, and, and everybody has their own paths and you can't compare, you know, your path to somebody else's path. And I'm just at a stage now where I'm going for every single thing that I've ever wanted to do. I'm going for it. So when I finally, um, when I finally, you know, came back out um, as an artist, um, I put my own project out. I didn't have a label behind me. And um, I, I started getting all these offers um, to go overseas and everything. And um, I, I'm a, as a songwriter, you're either with um, ASCAP, BMI or CSAC. And I'm with CSAC and they put me um, they put me um at their big Christmas party, which was major because they had, you know, they have all these Grammy writers and all these big people there. And they put me on that show and someone saw me and that show led to another show, which was in front of 5,000 people. And that is this, that was my second show. That show um, led me to go over to Africa and start traveling the world. I have been literally everywhere. Um, all because I finally, walked out there and said, you know what? I have to bet on me. Right. Right. Well, like they say, you know, I mean, uh, when opportunity knocks, open the fucking door. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. That bomb. <laughs> he lasted 29 minutes though. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm really surprised. Yeah. Cause that... usually we drop it in the first three minutes. It must be because we have a lady on tonight. Well, no, it was, uh, I, I like the subject about the, you know, the fear of failure and all. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. <clears throat> um, but I mean, that's just a very small, um, portion of all the amazing all the amazing things there we go i i can talk okay. tonight, trust me. <laughs> that um that butter has done i mean so you know th that's a little bit about her book i know that's available on amazon yes so yes. if you're interested in it get on over to amazon pick one of those up for yourselves um we, we keep leaning towards you know the music career but but i'm going to push that off just a little bit um you also uh wrote a play yes uh, would you like to touch a little bit about that? I'll, I'll, I'll let you introduce the name of it. <laughs> Absolutely. The play is called I Cheated So What? And um, it it was an amazing experience for me. Um, I, I I wrote it with, a, I was doing a play. I, would do, I was doing someone else's play and I met this director and we stayed in contact with each other basically. So uh, one particular day we was talking about lyrics and I was telling him, you know, I have a, a really deep song. I write deep songs, lyrics. And I sent him over this song called The Storm, which is the song that I told you guys about. I sent him this song called The Storm and he was like, that's a play. And um, I was like, I've always wanted to write a play, but, you know, I don't know how to get started. I, I don't know the first thing about writing a play, but I am a songwriter. So he offered to write the whole play, which I didn't want him to do the whole play. But once I understood how to, you know, do the format and how to make everything intertwine and right. how to, you know, cue everybody in and it makes sense that you're not, you know, um, um, layering up on on each on top of each other. Once I was able to understand all of that, um, he wrote the first half of the play. I wrote the second half, and each each. Um, each act, we would go, you know, through it. And, you know, I would say, well, this isn't how I would speak. And this is how the guy would speak and stuff like that. But basically, I cheated. So what is um, 
it's the song, it, it was about a song I wrote called The Storm. And in The Storm, the first part of the lyrics is, I admit it, I did it, I cheated, so what? And um, when he called me, he was like, that hits you over the head, especially the so what part of it. You know, cause you know, the, the lady saying with audacity, you know, I cheated, so what? Like, what you gonna do about it? So, <laughs> so um, the, play, the play was really cool, but what happened is one of my girlfriends, um, she was in this relationship for over, um, she was in this relationship for over 10 years. They had three kids together. The husband kept cheating on her. I mean, he had multiple women. Um, he ended up having a child out of wedlock, um, and the child was now four years old. And on this particular day, the mother, my friend, took her kids to the birthday party. And so she was going inside to say happy birthday to the little girl, and the baby mama didn't want her to be there. And she tells her husband uh, to tell his wife, my friend, to leave. And so, of course, that became super messy and, you know, problems. And they start screaming and she leaves. Well, she leaves and she goes and and goes to one of her friend's house. And, you know, she's crying on his shoulder. And one thing leads to another. Um, she ends up stopping it. I don't know. I don't know exactly how far it went, but she says she didn't go all the way. But she goes home. And when the husband comes home, she tells him because she feels guilty. Well, he's, he's, I want you out the house. You were this, you were that, <laughs> you know, right. I don't want else to do. <clears throat> and he left and, and stopped speaking to her for a while. Um, sent her divorce papers. I mean, pissed, livid. And so now she's crying on my shoulders and I'm looking at her like, what? You know, cause it just didn't make any sense to me. Right, you know, right. <laughs> you've been cheating. I'm helping raise this other kid's baby and, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. And so it's a double standard, you know, to the whole cheating thing. Like the guy didn't care. You know, I guess he, he as he put it, the woman that he had a baby by, she didn't mean anything to him. He wasn't emotionally attached to her. It was just sex. Whereas um, he felt that when she cheated or when she was about to cheat, it meant that she was emotionally detached from their relationship. And he couldn't stand, you know, the you know, he couldn't stand that. And so, you know, I wrote the song. I mean, I wrote, I first wrote the song called The Storm and that turned into the play um, called I Cheated So What. And um, the place that we um, did it at, it held, uh, had a thousand people. Um, it, it could hold a thousand people. I had 775 people um, come. I had um, six national recording artists that was in my first play. And the real cool part was hearing my name, not only as the actress, but also as a first time playwright. So, and it was on national radio and they had a big, um, we had a big um, thing at the radio station where they could have lunch with us and they asked us all these questions and we did two different radio shows. So it was really cool because I mean, it was a whole different side, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look at the pro- other everybody else is speechless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if I said that, I'd get hit in the head with a frying pan. <laughs> like for real. Oh. Uh, so uh Leo, before we go into the next part, yeah. do you want to do you want to run the commercial ads real quick? We can do that. Before we forget to do it again. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> 
Uh, so, you know, uh, more now, now than ever, uh, we need to support local businesses, local artists. And uh, one of those actually happens to be a sponsor of ours, Deadly Grounds Coffee there in Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, makes, you know, just, a, you know, a little mom and pop, you know, coffee beanery type of uh, installation. Uh, and uh, they ship, uh, you know, just... You know what? Here's a zombie talking about. Right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm 45, and you know, it's just. It's okay. What, 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 what she's, what you've accomplished, is just amazing. Thank you. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What's up, everybody? I'm Diggs. And I'm Ashley, and we're from Hell Entertainment. Join us for Sinner Sundays from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. On Hellfire Radio. And for more information on those, check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, for Deadly Grounds Coffee, if you're looking for a good flavor to start with, Death by Chocolate is my absolute favorite. Uh, Witch's Brew is also really good chocolate raspberry. Oh right, right. So good. So good. So, yeah. Now, we didn't forget to run those, and nobody can yell at us. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we've touched on a little bit, um, and I feel like I'm just, like, doing all the talking here tonight. I have these two amazing co-hosts, and they're both, like, in the corner. Hey, right I now. don't think so. <laughs> I'm learning from the master. I'm taking notes on you, Ben. Of how I can run my show, you know. Better. Oh, you should be watching Leo then, not me, <laughs> dude. I'm a train wreck. Are you kidding me? Just uh, the button. <laughs> yeah, if I hit the button, I lose everything. Yeah. Uh, so maybe before we we touch more on uh, your music career, would you uh, like to introduce everybody to uh, the music video? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Is this Promised Land? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I wrote this song uh, right before COVID happened. I got, let me go back. I'm going to do a backstory. I sung for the Prime Minister of Bahamas last year. Well, I sung for the Prime Minister of Bahamas and the lady that hired me um, called me. They, they were going over to Africa to do this big um, unity of these four different kingdoms. All these kings were coming together and they uh, wanted me to perform. So I wrote this song called Promised Land. And in the video, I wanted to show that not only, you know, it was about Africa, of course, but I wanted to show that all people are royalty. So I had different um, genres and different um, ethnics and everything, you know, come in to the video. So the song is called Promised Land. Awesome.
Let there be peace across the land. We've been given a second chance. United we stand. Destination promised land. The greatest show in history from the Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Wow. Awesome. Wow. I think. I think Wendy said it best during it. Uh, all I can say is, wow, the song and video is amazing. I got chills. Thank I literally, so I literally got chills uh, in, during that song. That's uh, I've watched it before. And I'm not going to lie. I've watched it a couple of times uh, leading up to the show, you know, so that we can touch on different things. But every time I watch it, I, I really do. I can, you can feel the passion in your voice. That was really cool. It's, I've got a really odd question. What you got? Well, I noticed that there was a young woman in the video wearing the same earrings as you are right now. Is there a connection there? No, no, no. No? I just, it's just one of those one of those weird things that just kind of happened? No, actually, I mean, these are my earrings, and, I mean, she had them in the show, I mean, in the video, but there's no connection. Okay. Okay. He picks up. He picks up on very small details <laughs> like that, uh, and that's like one of the perks when we write our comic books. He he picks up on the small details. It's like, oh yeah. I, like now I'll go back and watch it. And I, everybody watching is gonna go back and watch that just to be See? like, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> just a curious uh, curiosity question. And um, you can find uh, Butta's uh, YouTube page in the show notes down below or up above uh, if you want to watch that again. Uh, also, uh, Angelina in the uh, chat room says, a beautiful song. I'm going to have to look for your album. That link is also in the show notes as well. So you can, Thank you I, very much. I also did notice, before we go too much further, I noticed, yeah, yeah. yes, there you go. <laughs> I noticed the uh, a couple questions pop up. 
Um, are you butter? Are you able to see the questions when yes. you put them on the screen? Yep. Who has been your most inspirational figure you've met? Um, I would say, are we talking music wise? Or are we just saying in general, but if it's in general, it would be Les Brown, who's a motivational speaker. Um, he's been the most inspirational to me. Um, music, music wise, um, it would be, who would it be musically? Yeah, she's like, I better choose this carefully. <laughs> they might, they might see this later on. There's this lady named Deborah Killings. Um, she, so I would do all of uh, TLC's uh, demos in the studio, and then she would do the albums. Um, but I was 18, and you know, I'm getting checks for $1,500, $2,000. So I'm thinking I'm doing it up. Uh, but, uh, it was her voice actually that got put on the album, but I got to be in the studio working on the demos. Uh, but she's always been, um, inspiring to me. She plays the bass. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. And, um, she's always been, um, a, a young lady that I've looked up to. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, which touches on the all the amazing people that you've worked with, because I neglected to say TLC, um, you know, Zach Brown. And yeah, I could just we could fill up the whole show talking about <laughs> all these amazing people that, uh, that you've had a chance to work with. Yeah, it's definitely um, been a blessing. Excellent. Yeah, I totally I just totally spaced out like my brain went back into that vortex back there for a second. And I'm just kind of lost for a second. There. <laughs> so <laughs> gotta, well, go ahead, Diggs. Oh, I was just going to. I was going to ask, but when, uh, before you started to get into the music, what did you start out as like a, a poetry? Did you start right out into writing music? How did you get started and, and what was your inspiration for getting started? Um, well, I started singing when I was, uh, my mom said I came out the womb singing, but I started singing and doing talent shows when I was four. Um, I started taking it serious, um, learning to write songs and different things like that when I was 13. And by the time I was 15, I was doing a couple of tours and stuff like that. It was so for my prom, I didn't go to prom. It was go to prom or go to Miami and open up for Queen Latifah. It was like, it wasn't a comparison for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But sometimes now, now that I'm older and, you know, now that I have kids of my own, I'm like, man, I really miss, you know, those moments because I was so focused on music, music, music. If you wasn't talking music, especially when I was in high school, you wasn't talking music. We had nothing in common. Nothing. So, <laughs> horrible. You can, you can always recreate prom, <laughs> but you, can't I mean, re you cannot recreate opening for Queen Latifah. That's I what mean, I said. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what I said. I, said I think. I think just about anybody watching right now or listening to this later on the podcast will agree. You know, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that once in a lifetime an opportunity you don't want to pass up. Yeah. No, you never, never pass those up. Never. No. And I'm just never going to forget that one anyway, because we went to the beach uh, afterwards and I fell, uh, we was on the jet skis and I <laughs> fell in the water and I got stung by a jellyfish. So it was horrible. It, until her bodyguards came out there to rescue me. So then I really put on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm never going to forget that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Jeff, are you taking notes by any chance? Notes? Yeah. Yeah, right here. All right. Well, good. Well, because, you know, the, the question that Diggs asked, yeah. that was a very good question to ask during a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just saying. What are you saying? 
Chad <laughs> Japanese <laughs> Interviews 101. I'm just busting on you. I'm just busting on you. I'm I'm going to see you tomorrow, right? Um, no. <laughs> yes, you will. Because no. I'll have my big stick. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm already um, injured. <laughs> but no, um, uh, because I don't, I don't do a lot of research. Uh, but I was curious as to um, uh, how many albums or singles and stuff that you have out that it's currently available right now. I have one full album, and then I have um, four additional singles that's out. Okay, cool. See, Ben, that was a good fucking question too. Yeah. Yeah, it was. There it was. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> let's, let's all give Jeff a round of applause for that one. <laughs> Did you send that, those questions in a private chat? <laughs> Ask this one. Asshole. Um, my wife my wife just piped in the chat. She said she'll put on a prom for you. That would be perfect. Cause and then the worst part is, okay, so you know, this year my son graduates and he didn't get to go to prom. And I'm like, yeah, then, the, yeah, then, huh. then the, there might be some very big things in his future. Yeah, yeah. Bigger, bigger than that he's already accomplished, from what yeah, I understand. Definitely, um, definitely. We won't get into that, but uh, look, look at our schedule um, for upcoming shows. You will get a chance to meet both of her amazing sons who started their own uh, magazine company. Correct. Correct. Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. We're going to have to keep that one rated PG thirteen, Jeff. Huh? Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no go. Um, all right. Well, I, I should be able to handle that. Uh, sorry. Um. Hi, Julie. Yeah, stuff popped up on uh, on the side over here. So, uh, but uh, um, what is uh, one piece of advice, or it could be just a couple pieces of advice, uh, you would give to somebody just trying to start out in the music business? Another um, good question. Yeah, that is a really good question. I would say the 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 first thing is to hone in on your craft and and then start get, getting out there. Um, you have to network. You have to let people hear you. So before you let people hear you, make sure that you you know really do know songs and you and you're you're up to par. And then go out there and start doing these um, open mics and everything and start meeting people. I have made more um, connections and gotten on more shows off of the people that I've met. And you never know who's going to be in that crowd. So it doesn't matter if there's only one person there or if there are thousands of people there. You sing your heart out <laughs> or play your heart out. Whatever your talent is, make sure that you you know, you know give it 100 yeah. Then no. get out there. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, and that and that's true for a lot of things. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, with, with what me and Ben was were trying, you know, what we're trying to do with the comic book and everything, it's you got to get your face out there. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to go meet people. You've got to network. You know what I mean? You're trying to find that one in ten thousand people that can help move you forward. Yep. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, I, like Leo. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah, just like just like Leo, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, that, and that, now, that, you know, oh wait, wait, wait. Well, it's not just Leo. Now it's not Leo, but we also have people like Diggs and A Grace from Hell Entertainment <clears throat> stepping in. Um, you know, becoming part of a team to push people forward. Hellfire Radio picking us up, letting us run live. Um, and it's those little things, like you said, yeah. it's the networking, you know, and anybody that's watched any of our past shows, we always touch on networking somehow during the show with our guests. Right. Yeah. So that is a key 
Right. right there. Right. Well, you know? there's, there's a lot of people that say, well, you know, they got lucky. They were in the right place at the right time. No, they didn't get lucky. They were in the right place at the right time because they go out and they're in as many places as they possibly can be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And something will eventually click. Yeah. yeah. And, and even if you so say like you can't make all of the open mics and you can't make every event, of course, but you still um, get those connections and make sure you follow up and. People know if you're just following up just, be, you know, just uh, so you can get put on or if you're genuinely trying to make a connection with them. Mm-hmm. You know, every single time you call, don't don't automatically start talking just straight music or whatever it is and try to get, you know, on a project. Genuinely see how that person is and, you know, get to know that person and everything. And you, you'll be surprised because, you know, one day they're, they're at a <coughs> they're at a different event or they're working on a project. And your name pops up in their mind and they're like, let me call such and such because right. that relationship. Right. Form that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yep. well, absolutely. I mean, for, you know, for, for us, you know, I run, I own Hell Entertainment where I have a team of photographers. I'm a photographer. We're out at every show possible we can get to, to mingle, to get our name out there, to talk to everybody from merch, merch booth workers, the, the acts, the behind the scenes people. So it's, it's all about who you, you, you talk with because to your point you never know when your name is going to pop up with yeah. so-and-so and hopefully it's good well exactly right and yeah. um but i did have a question i wanted to ask kind of tailoring it back to your kind of to your book but also to the music world of you know the fear to to fail what was a time you know you, you talked about opening for queen latifah in miami right before your right during prom season that's incredible what was a, a time that maybe you failed during your music career that helped you push it harder and how did you overcome that fear i i think the the biggest fail for me was when like literally i was headed to my attorney's office and i got into my car accident and um i had to have immediate surgery they did the surgery through my mouth stitches uh drinking from a straw six months and that when I went back to a year later, you know, once I got the confidence, because, you know, having stitches in your mouth, you start to think that you can't sing, of course. And it was Akon that was over at my house. And he was like, man, you got to get back out there. And I'm like, I don't think I can sing anymore because it just felt weird in my mouth. And so I go back to the same labels and now they shut the doors. You know, one had, Sony had um, revamped and Warner Brothers had just signed a younger, you know, a young lady that was like 14 years old. And then I went to um, Allen Records and um, they, you know, they basically told me that I missed the boat. And I'm like, I'm 18 years old, I missed the boat. So, it, you know, it, it really messed with my mind. And, and I completely thought I was a failure for years. I mean, for years to the point where I just started doing backgrounds and thought that that's just where I was just supposed to be. Well, my life, I'm just going to be a background singer. And nothing's wrong with being a background singer, but that's not, I mean, that's not just where I wanted to be. I've had so many more things I wanted to do. And so I had to, I had to, I had to get up, you know, I, I really had to get, get up and, and just start and start believing in myself again. Well, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm glad that you did. Thank you. I'm glad that you did. I mean, um, you've you've got a ton of songs on YouTube that people can go check out in performances. Um, uh, so we encourage, you know, any everybody watching, listening later on to definitely check out um, more of, excuse me, Bud's stuff. Definitely. And uh, y- you're going to be amazed. You'll be amazed because I was, you know, I 
like I said, I do a little bit of research, but I, I like to watch. So I, I'm on YouTube and I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow, dude, we got to have her on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I went and I looked at a couple and I was like, oh, well, that's a little weird. No, I'm just <laughs> no he probably did. <laughs> I, I can tell that Jeff is that one. Jeff is like, Mm-mm. I don't really want her on the show. I'm just playing Jeff. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, Jeff's the one that's going, really? I got to be on the show again tonight? Really? You need me there? Really? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, you're the other half of this gruesome twosome, <laughs> you know? Well, gruesome's the right word. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. You can't see that. <laughs> no, I could. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. I, um, I thought I saw another question yeah, pop by is, in, uh, in the comments. Okay. Uh, yeah, Christina is asking, uh, what's the most memorable place you've gotten to see? Um, I think the place that's always going to be the most near and dear and memorable to me is Ethiopia. Um, when I went to Addis Ababa um, in Africa, it was absolutely uh, amazing. Um, okay, it was it was absolutely beautiful. But then you see donkeys uh, walking in the middle of the street and you see people with goats on the side and they're walking with chickens and and one house looks like a mansion. You got like three houses. That's probably like a, a, a three hundred thousand or a five hundred thousand dollar house here. But over there, it looks like a mansion next to three mud homes. And it was like this is absolutely mind blowing to see the you know, to see all of it mixed in one, you know, like that. So that was very um, memorable to me. And I was there for, I toured over there for six months. So it was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky if I can go somewhere for six hours. (laughs) (laughs) I was there for three months and then I came back home for um, six months and then I went back for another three months. Wow. Total of six months. But it was, it was amazing. Another thing that was kind of cool is, and, and I hope I get this right. So it's like 20, it's like 2020 here, but it's like seven years difference there behind our time. It was weird because I was like, so does that mean I'm technically younger? Like it was like crazy. The true fountain of youth. Yeah, yeah it was different. Um, so some in some parts of, of Africa, you know, it was a whole totally different year um, that they, you know, celebrated. But then in the areas that were more um, touristy, of course, they had it being, you know, whatever year it was. So it was weird. That was crazy. I was like, what? So it's not 2019? It's not? Huh. Wow. So time travel. Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Where's somewhere, cool. where's somewhere that, that you want to go toward that you haven't toured yet? Uh, I haven't been to, um, I was headed to. <laughs> I was headed to Qatar and I um, of of 2018 and I ended up falling in rehearsal and I ended up having a torn meniscus, torn ACL and I dislocated my shoulder. So I didn't get to go. And um, I really wanted to go there. Now, do you find it um, do you find it difficult to be away from home for such long stretches? Yes. The longest stretch was three months. I'm typically gone for uh, a week or two. I don't really like going too going too long. Um, you know, I have kids, and um, at the time I was married as well, so um, I didn't want to be gone that long. And my kids were um, younger, um, but now that they're older, they're they're now um, uh, seventeen and eighteen. 
yeah, I'm about to start touring a whole lot more and gone a little bit longer now. Right, right. Okay. I hear that. I mean, my my baby's uh, 19, so it's like, yep. <laughs> me time. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I four months old. There's no me time. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I we, mean, I, I just I just look at being home as like that's my foundation. Oh, absolutely. I mean? uh, that's that's my core. So, you know, to be gone and, and out on the road for two, three, four months at a time, I, I would I think I personally would find that very difficult. You know, I'd have to I'd have to pop back every couple of weeks for a few days and then then go back. That would be. Yeah. It. Yeah. It 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 was real cool. Um, like I said, typically the longest I'm out is two months. But when I did do my my um, two stretches of three months. It it was long. It felt long. Um, it was beautiful and everything, but I was absolutely ready to get home. There's yeah. no place like yeah. that, you know. So um, I think, and I think that if I wasn't just there, because I was only in Ethiopia for those three months, like if I had been, you know, if I was going to different places, I think it would have went by quicker. But it felt like if the time went slower because I was there specifically at that location, you know. Um, no, the, okay, my touring, yeah. uh, when I do the, when I go out the two weeks, I'm going to different places. So I, I come back really quick, you know? Right. There's a couple nights here, a couple nights there, different yeah. cities you're moving yeah. around. Yeah. 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 That would be quite a bit different, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah see, yeah. we don't get that luxury, Jeff. It's like we go away for three or four days. We're in the same place. No, then we it's come enough. Home. Yeah. Then it's enough. Well, let's get time with you. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally enough. Well, there's your problem. Right. So, see, um, I, I'm I'm sensing the honeymoon is over. <laughs> uh, just just real quick before we go too far or too much further, I'm watching the live feed um, on a separate device over here, so I'm able to see people that are popping in, just watching it and not commenting. And we were just lucky enough to have next week's guest pop in, and uh, he's watching right now. So we're looking forward to a chat with him next week. We'll uh, announce that later tonight. Nice. Uh, speaking of later tonight, well, actually, right now, I, that's uh, why I yeah. brought it. See how I did that? I, yeah. It's a smooth, tra smooth transition. Uh, so we had a contest going for the last uh, two weeks while you're gone, and this is awesome. All the contests are awesome, but this one here uh, is the first three issues of the Token Dead comic, along with a couple shirts. And, and don't forget mask. the bonus mask. Yeah, the mask. Is I like your mask. Thank you. <laughs> You I will mail math, you one, right? <laughs> send me send me your address in an email. I'll mail you one. Okay. Yeah, I like that. It's nice. Uh, so the cool thing is we, uh, you know, you guys are running contests quite often. And uh, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, but this contest actually just ended. And we're going to be having a new one start tonight. Uh, and tonight's uh, winner, I'm not going to give the full email address, but it's uh, Amanda Marie. And I'll send that information over to you, Ben. Okay. Uh, and that's the lucky winner of the uh, Token Dead comics and the shirts and the mask. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. And uh, the yeah. next contest, I believe I have an image. Uh, and this is, this is indie for you, butter. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, this is the, uh, the cameo set uh, where uh, Ben and Jeff have a cameo in both movies and uh, along with the mask. 
Yes, and, yes. Yep, and that was uh, written and produced by uh, Robbie Lopez. Yep, uh, and Crude, Crude, Crude Cinema. Cinema. Yep, out of Kansas City. Very, yes, yes, out of Kansas City. Yes. Um, he's working on uh, multiple other projects right now. He was one of our past guests. Um, he just released Head Cheese with Richie Ramon, so that was pretty cool um, in the music industry. So, um, but yeah, that's enough about us. We're not about here about that. Yeah. But here, that's the next giveaway for... anyway, so, yes. uh, you know, do your thing, enter the contest, because I look really good on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Must be a widescreen. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you see the cameo, you'll understand. <laughs> you'll totally understand. It's great. Uh, and if you want to be informed on the contest, make sure you're following the Token Dead guys, and uh, you guys will be uh, posting a link. We'll post it on the Dorkening as well. Uh, Julie had a question. I uh, want to know, but uh, did you use cannabis or hemp to help you recover from your injury? Um, I tried to use some um, some oral um, um, cannabis. I don't know if it really helped me. I don't know. I think like, I don't, it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it really helped me that much, but uh, I did try it. It might not have been the right one. I don't. Yeah, with with the and that's something that we get to learn a lot about in the cannabis industry is it is it's all proper dosage and proper strains. Yeah. Um, the There's right a lot way, to it. The right yeah. way to take it. Yeah. Uh, for medicinal aspects. Yeah. You know, recreational. Well, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. <laughs> that's just a whole. Yeah. That's that's you know stuck well, on the even, ship for four days in your own. Even the recreational is uh, medicinal as well. Well, yeah, yeah, but you to know some what I'm degree. Saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yep. So yeah, you I don't did, feel the I medicinal. Did the dropper, you know, underneath my tongue, that was okay. And then I did the the topical one that you put on my knee. I, I, I can't really say I really felt a difference or, or anything. Maybe I was mellow. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. I don't know if I had the right one. Yeah. You know, it's, um. I mean, I use it every day. So, yeah. you know, every yeah, single on, day. And, I use, and I I went use the through, CBD tincture. You know, I went through a bunch of different products before I found what I liked and what actually works for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm told that you definitely have to try, you know, because there's different, there's different brands, there's different, you know, everything. So you just got to find the kind that works for you. And I don't right. think the kind that I had, I don't think it did it. Yeah. Much you bad. never know what you're going to get for questions on this show. I see. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's why we, before we even go on the air, we always ask, is there anything that you don't want to touch on? Cause if somebody <laughs> pops in the chat. No, nah, I'm an open book. So it's all good. <laughs> no, nah, that's good. It's good. I, I just mean, love uh, how, I just love how her name has the, that new England slang, but <laughs> But <laughs> well, 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 she does have one plus. She is from the East Coast, so but that's all we're going to tell you. <laughs> so, but uh, with with COVID happening and everything, do you find yourself writing to to get something out there, some more music coming? Uh, what's it like, Ben? For what, what's it been like for you during all this craziness? Yeah. yeah okay. So COVID COVID has um, turned on a whole other beast. Um, I had, when I injured my knee, I um, had just graduated from college. And so I started my own PR firm. And since COVID, I've been working the PR firm and um, uh, me along with three of my, along with two of my clients have their own podcast now. So that started since COVID. Um, Of course, I've been writing more songs and I'm also writing um, a, a TV show. Wow! Excellent. Yeah, yeah. We'll ha- we'll have to uh, stay in touch behind the scenes. I definitely uh, I want to know when that drops. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm no, actually that'd be cool. Ready to, um, ready to start putting out um, the flyers 
um, to hold auditions and everything. So I'm really excited about it because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it was it's, it's something to, to really see your work, you know, go from pen to pad to on stage to, you know, and right. when I saw it, when I saw what it what happened with the play, I'm like, yeah, I want I want more of this. So to take it to a bigger screen, I'm really excited about it. Excellent. That's awesome. Uh, so go where, ahead, are you, uh, where are you looking to uh, to release? Um, actually, yeah, I'm looking to release it on Netflix. Nice. Uh, I already had uh, I had written one uh, reality show, and Netflix was interested in it, and um, but they wanted me to make a couple of changes and everything, and unfortunately. Um, my uh, videographer passed uh, right before I did Promised Land. So I had to have a different videographer shoot that video. Um, and, and of course, he had all of the, the footage. Um, so they wanted us to do, you know, some, some retakes and then use some of the extra stuff, footage that we already had. And I don't have any of it now. So that project is kind of dead right now. Um, but I still have that connection. Um, so when I... Uh, shoot this one of course i'm going to send it over to them um as well as uh amazon and a couple other places um we've been talking uh so on one of our other shows we we talked to a lot of uh indie artists and uh surprisingly enough uh we've been hearing a lot of good stuff about tubi um, I into that too yeah i love yeah. tubi i watch tubi almost every day i watch yeah. tubi but i thought it was um i thought it was old school um shows uh, well, it's um, it seems like the entry. I mean, it's not you know free like Amazon. Right. Uh, I think uh, uh, one one person we talked to they mentioned like uh, four hundred dollars to have their indie movie submitted, uh, but the ad rate is a lot better. Like Amazon, uh, Amazon pays like pennies on like the minute or like right. fractions of a penny on the minute. Right. Um, so it seems like the the ad rate that Tubi pays out is a lot better than Amazon right now. Okay. Yeah. And I probably need to be talking to you guys anyway because I still haven't um I'm still trying to work on on my my cover for my actual movie. So, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Um <laughs> you did mention, you know, you touched on your PR firm. Mm -hmm. Let's let's touch on that a little bit. We we're getting close to the end of the show, so I want you to be able to uh, promote yourself as a PR firm and potentially promote um, some of the people that you represent as well. Definitely. Um, so I have my PR firm is called O Robinson PR Media Group. And um, I represent a lot of amazing um, people. Uh, two of them are very near and dear to me. One being my fiance. Um, his, uh, his company is called Your Best Lifestyles. And his name is Terrence Hutchinson. Um, outside of me, you know, being um, engaged to him and everything, his business alone is just amazing. And his story and his background, um, going from being a diabetic to reversing his diabetes and everything and all of the things that he's done, um, he's a beast. And um, you'll be having him on the show soon. Also, next my week. Yep, next <laughs> week. Also, my boys, um, DeCorey and Christian Robinson, they have their own teen magazine called Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. Um, listen, we have uh, NFL players contacting them now to be a part of this magazine. Um, we just got contacted from the Dolphin, Miami Dolphins, um, from um, one of the players there that wants to be a part of the magazine. That's heard a lot about it. We have Disney stars that are on the front covers that's been contacting us. Uh, American Idol people, um, 
and the magazine is uh, highlights teenagers and young adults from age 13 to age 26 uh, that are entrepreneurs um, doing a lot of major things. But one of the cool things is the magazine also touches on health and wellness of teens, um, mental health, uh, sex trafficking, bullying, school. You know, they really talk about a lot of stuff. They talk about financial literacy and different things like that. Um, I also represent a supermodel who's um, been doing a lot of big things. And um, she's actually just got cast for a, um, a TV show that's about to come out. And um, I was working with this um, Nigerian um, track star that was going over to the Olympics. But of course, they've canceled the Olympics right now. So we're going to pick back up a little later on when she starts getting um, ready to train for our next big project and stuff like that. So I got a couple of people, you know, that I'm working with. Um, I'm also working with a lady that just signed on um, that she wants me to shop her her project. She uh, has her own. Um, she has her own podcast and some additional stuff. And she wants me to do some shopping for her and stuff like that. So. I got a couple of things in my belt. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Thanks. Yeah. You see how I did that, right, Leo? Yeah. <laughs> see, we, we just announced next week's show for you folks. You know, um, as, as Butter said, uh, Terrence Hutchinson, did, did I pronounce that right? Yep, you did. We'll, we'll be coming on next week. Um, health in wellness. Uh, you know, uh, he's a motivational speaker. He's got a podcast. He has his own uh, book. He's got multiple books. Yeah, he's got two right now. I believe he's got two cookbooks, like a cookbook and a dessert book. Right. Um, and he is getting ready to release his third book called "Fuck Diabetes." Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that one to drop. Um, my 21 year old daughter is uh, type one juvenile diabetes. Gotcha. So she's waiting for this episode next week because she wants to really watch it about the uh, the whole eating proper and things like that. So yeah. Um, we're blessed to uh, be able to have him coming on next week. Yeah. That'll be, that be informative. Very. Yeah. Good. He's honestly, he's, he's very informative and um, easy on the eyes. I mean, y'all don't care about that, but for the ladies. Oh yes, we do. Look at Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Other side. <laughs> very easy on the eyes, but uh, most importantly, um, he's very informative and um, he has some great things to, to say to um, your guests. So you're really going to enjoy that show. Yeah, I was just corrected by my daughter. She's like, I'm 22 now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Sorry. How do you get that wrong? <laughs> Dude, come on. Hey, he can't count past one, remember? <laughs> and I just got yelled at from upstairs, too. My wife's like, 22! <laughs> Sorry. I'll sleep on the couch tonight. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I'll just leave that on the screen for a little bit. Oh, thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> and of course, the wife pipes in underneath. And then, she, yeah, then the wife says she's twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's all. I I remembered that she graduated from college this year. What else do you people want? I mean, there's six of them. <laughs> so, uh, oh, uh, Butter, tell us a little bit about the um, the nonprofit for the yes. music. Yes, um, I have a nonprofit called Artist Rock the Mic, and um, uh, I throw concert for college homeless students. What happened is uh, a couple years ago, I was approached um, after leaving one of my shows by a lady that was asking for some money. And she starts telling me her story, tells me that she goes to this school called Kennesaw State University, and she's an all-honor student, and and 
come to find out, uh, she has a scholarship. Um, and what happens is uh, it covers them academically and um, uh, for their sports, but it doesn't cover their room and board um, or food or anything like that. So although she is covered school-wise, she had no place to stay. <laughs> and so she was couch hopping going from dorm to dorm or and she was sleeping in her car um, at different times. And she would use the high school, I mean, not high school, I'm sorry, the college gym to um, take her showers and stuff like that. And she was eating out of the dumpster um, of the cafeteria. And they ended up putting the lock on the cafeteria um, dumpster and had a bag of food and was telling her, please stop eating out of here because you can get really sick. And they um, gave her... Um, a number to call. And so she ended up going there and they, they start helping her. But when I found out about this, it was like, you know, why can't I use my platform that I, that I have? I'm already doing shows. Um, you know, and when I go to open mics at open mic, you're not getting paid. So it was like, you know, I'm doing all these concerts. Um, you know, let me, let me call some of my other friends and get them involved. So I start throwing these different concerts and involving, from independent artists to national recording artists who are my friends. And I would have them come in, they sing a couple of songs. We would, at the door, collect various items. So it's um, uh, from blankets to coats, to shoes, to canned goods, different things, uh, gas cards, you know, different things. Um, and we would give them the money from the, I would give the school the money from the door. And we would also give them the, the items that we collected from all of the guests that came. That's awesome. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, Thank that's you. absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you know, that's a, that's that's a, that's a true paying it forward. Yeah, absolutely. You have yeah. to because, like, I, I mean, as an artist, um, to be very honest with you, you know, sometimes you're you're one paycheck away. Like, don't let them. I mean, I do music full time. Don't let you know a show get canceled. For instance, you know, I was telling y'all about I had a torn meniscus, torn ACL, and I dislocated my shoulder. So all of last year, I did not tour. Well, I did some shows locally, but my overseas stuff, I haven't been overseas uh, since February of last year. Um, mm -hmm. And I ended up having the surgery in April. So I had to sit here in Atlanta from April to April. <laughs> so it was tough. It was real right, tough. Right. And, and when you when this is all that you do and this is how you pay your bills and everything, you really got to figure out some additional hustles very quickly. <laughs> You know, absolutely. No, that's that's a great, awesome thing that you're doing right there. Thank right. you. I appreciate um, it. We, we are getting close to the end of time. So I'm going to I got one question that I want to ask you. Okay. I'm a firm believer in that everything happens for a reason. Definitely. Now, earlier in the show, we talked about fear of failure and, you know, the car accident and you feeling as though that you missed that star struck boat, I guess. Yeah. Um, do you think you'd be in the same position you are now in doing the same things if you actually caught that boat? I don't. Meaning, okay, so you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think that my life would be completely different. Um, I think that I probably wasn't mentally ready to take on, you know, everything. It probably would have went so fast that I probably would have... You know, a lot of a lot of those uh, teenagers and stuff that start off, you know, quickly, they, you know, hate to say this, but they end up on drugs. They end up, you know, making a lot of bad choices and everything yep. um, because it's so quick. 
And I think that a lot of things would have happened um, this way. I've, I've had to, what's so crazy is um, I've still been able to do almost every single thing that I've wanted to do and more. Um, and I've been places and performed for major people and um, on major stages. And the only difference is I don't have the label behind me. Um, which also means I don't have those restrictions behind me either. Um, but I've been able to do, I have national recording artists that call me, my friends, they call me and say, can you get me on one of your shows? And I'm like, you have a Grammy. You have stuff on the radio. What are you talking about? You know, it's well, weird. You're always but, welcome yeah. to push them on our show. I mean, we don't mind at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anytime. I could definitely, definitely do that. Uh, see, I'm not bashful. And that's, you know, I'll straight out ask somebody. <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen? I could definitely send you over some people. That's not you know, the worst thing that can happen is somebody goes, no. Yeah. You don't okay. know if you don't ask. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're all married. We've all heard no. I still hear it. Right? I mean, so <laughs> it's not that bad of a word, folks. <laughs> well, that's um, that whole thing of don't be afraid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And yep. that's, you know, you see how we did that? That was a full circle, folks. Yeah. Just for the yeah. slow people paying attention tonight. <laughs> No, Jeff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> getting on you. That's what we do. Th yeah, that's what makes us. That's us. exactly what we do. So, um, yeah, that's that's a great you know answer to the question. I figured that's what you were going to say, but I I wanted to ask that question. Yeah. Um, so with that, I mean, I know Leo, you got another show tonight. I do. You know, Leo produces and runs how many shows on the network now, brother? Uh, well, I don't know. I lost count. I'm, I'm doing 30 something last time I knew. Oh, yes. Yeah, wow. About 30 shows on a network. Uh, I'm doing five shows this week. Wow. We, we, we're wow. doing a three hour show on Friday. Oh, yeah. I can't say who the guest is. I'm a little, little is going to be scary. Hope well, you got a comfy chair. Oh, yeah. yeah you have <laughs> don't forget to take your CBD. Yeah, yeah, totally. And 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 I think you'll switch over to uh, Jack and Coke instead of coffee. Oh yeah, totally. yeah, I'm gonna need it for that show. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to tune in at about two and a half hours to see where he's at. He's gonna be like this. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the nine o'clock is gonna be the magic hour. That's gonna be the uh, the guest. Uh, uh, yeah, it's I can't say anything. It's, no, it's so, okay. No, yeah, yeah. no, no. I'll just I'll just hound you uh, behind the scenes all week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but anyway, um, Diggs, any uh, last words of wisdom for our amazing guest tonight? No, it was it was a pleasure to to learn about you, to, to find out what you do and how you overcame your everything. It was just a, it was great to, to connect. Thank you. I appreciate it. What about you, Grumpy? You talking to Leo? No, I said Grumpy. I'm not grumpy. Why am I grumpy? I don't know. I just felt like saying it. Hey, you got a haircut. Looks good, by the way. Yes, I did. I got. I finally went and got one today. I was going to say. Nice t-shirt you got there. Yeah, isn't it? Yep. So, some nice, awesome dude gave this to me. That is dope. You know. Um, and the any, answer to that question is, you got them all cut. Right. Right. Any last? Uh, well, there's there's some that they didn't get to. We don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> they got your ears and nose. That's all that we care about, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep the train on the tracks. We've done a very good job tonight. Yes, we did. Um, any last words, wisdom? Uh, no, insights? actually, I um, I actually learned a lot, and I love the um, 
I love the inspiration, you know, that, uh, that you project, but I really do. It's, um, you know, positive thoughts, you know, don't ever be afraid. Uh, that's all the stuff that I think a lot of people, um, they, they fail to see, you know what I mean? I think so many people just get wrapped up in everyday life that, um, following dreams gets left behind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so I, I, I really hope that, um, you know, some of our listeners out there, uh, you know, not only got inspired uh, by some of your words, uh, but also got motivated. Absolutely. So thank I, you for that. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that 100 percent. I mean, we must have done something right tonight. And your information and everything about you tonight had to have been spot on. We have, like I said, we had people watching from overseas. Um, and in the comments right now, uh, Angelina says, this has been a fantastic show. It's 1.30 a.m., but I couldn't stop watching. Oh, wow. So we want to thank we want to thank you for staying up till 1.30 in the morning to watch us. Uh, and, uh, you know, we love everybody out there. So I'm going to throw this over to uh, Leo for the final um goodbyes i guess you call it yeah we'll, we'll do the rundown uh i want to thank everybody for watching and if you're interested in any information definitely check out show notes down below or up above depending on where you're watching or listening to us because you can also find this show in podcast format on the dorkening podcast network where we have about 30 shows on the network and uh, all that information is down below or above you can find it there for me just google leo pond you'll find a bunch of stuff could be true could be not i'm not going to say which is which uh but more importantly but uh, you're, you, you're everywhere on social media. Where do you like interacting with your guests the most? What, what is, you know, some people don't like Twitter. Some people, you know, are devoted to Instagram. Where do you, where do you uh, live in social media? I think my family is more so Facebook. Facebook. I, I try to get down with the Instagram and the Instagram lives. It's too much. But um, <laughs> I, I respond to everybody. <laughs> I respond to everybody. But, uh, yeah, you can definitely get me uh, sooner on Facebook. Facebook. That's, yeah, be rocky. There we go. And we got that information in the show notes. Diggs, how about you, sir? Uh, we're all over. We're, we tend to do a lot of the Instagram and a lot of Facebook. So uh, you can check out Hell Entertainment, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I think I have a Twitch too. I don't know. I have to ask Ashley about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Right? Right? It does. Because Jeff is like, oh, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I'm a Facebook person, too. You know, I don't uh, I do not do the Instagram. I don't do the, the Twitter. I don't even know what the hell Twitch is. That's what you get when you get older. You know, <laughs> so, you the know. gummies kicking. <laughs> you know, the gummies kicking. That's yeah. Oh, no, I took, a, I took a break after last freaking week up in Maine. <laughs> oh, Holy right? shit. Well, we were in the middle of the woods, man. I mean, <laughs> family time in the middle of the woods. It's on like Donkey Kong. But, uh, you know, like Jeff said, you know, Facebook, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, just Google us. You'll find us. I mean, we're everywhere. Um, we want to thank Butterbee Rocker for coming out tonight, joining us, letting us into her life. Um, it was very inspirational, like Jeff said. Uh, I hope everybody watching. Um, continues to look her up, follow her, share, like, purchase, you know, the whole nine yards, folks. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of that, uh, real quick, uh, show notes, Amazon for her latest album. Just a reminder. <laughs> yep. So it's in the show notes. A um, couple more questions, you know, things popped in on the chat. Um, my wife said, you're amazing. And she hopes she can meet you someday in person. 
um, which probably could happen. Um, her sister actually lives outside of Atlanta. I'm in Marietta, so. Yeah, see, I'm not familiar with Georgia, but yeah. to me, like, if you live in this side of Mass or that side of Mass, it could take me three hours to get there, but it's still easier than the 26 hours that it took me to get down there. <laughs> so. <laughs> it, it can take you two hours from Boston to get to Boston. Yeah. 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 It takes me two hours to get out of my driveway. Dude. This is true. You know, that's after I find my keys. Well, you got to hand crank the truck, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. I gotta find my. I gotta find my walker. I have it. It's down cellar. Remember, I had That's to borrow right. it. My wife gave it to you. I forgot about that. Yeah, she figured I needed it more than you. Yeah, boy, was she wrong? <laughs> oh wow! And on that note, I clapped my hands. My my light thing cover just dropped. So I guess it's time to say good night. So um, like we say all the time, we want to thank all our veterans and first responders for doing what you guys do every day. So people like us can be up here doing what we do every day. We love you and we'll see you next week. We're out of here. Peace, Peace. out. From under your spell And when we die You'll be Another angel In heaven But me I'll be A fucking legend In heaven